Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Okay, guys, today we are talking about our mood. Yesterday I was in a meeting and I just noticed myself getting more and more sharp and rough and I couldn't figure out why. And I just kept increasing my tone and my mode and you guys, you guys, you guys. And so later I tried to figure out why, what was it that was lying under the surface that was getting me more and more agitated. So today I started going through it all in my head and I was talking to my friend who was in the meeting with me and just trying to assess it and trying to figure out why the heck did I just keep escalating in my levels and in my intensity, what was under the surface. And so as we talked it through, I found several things that were contributing to what was going on. And I'm so interested in this whole concept of mindset and belief and how things manifest in our lives based on a deeper belief that we've come into uh, an awareness of or an agreement with a long time ago that might not even be something we still want to think. But, you know, just the feeling of are we behind or is this working or whatever, and not even necessarily knowing that that was like a primary thought. It was just like the subconscious feeling of like, you know, we're going to get this done kind of like aggression going on under the surface. And it caused me to start thinking and evaluating mood is something I usually I think I'm pretty solid on. I mean, I definitely have my days and even throughout the day, I definitely have my moments. But most of the time I'm on the sunny side of life. I just am. That's who I am. That's who I've always been. I've gone through seasons, some longer than others, where I'll dip into darkness, where I'm brooding and not coming to the party and I can't handle whatever's going on and my chemicals are all off. And it's usually when I'm not seeing progress and things that matter most to me that I get into that mode. It's not a nor- it's not my normal go-to, but I noticed there are so many things that seem to affect our kind of temperament and what's going on. I just saw on Instagram the other day, this girl that wrote, your food determines your mood. And I've heard that before. But basically, I started diving into what this girl was saying. And she was talking about the more you nourish your gut on a hormone level, on a cellular level, and on a chemical level, where you're eating for your true health. And I think that in America, we have all kinds of different versions of that. It's really hard, actually. But I think the one thing that everyone can agree on is things that are from the earth are a good choice. Things that were actually grown from the ground that your body can actually identify. Fruit, vegetables, seeds, nuts, all those kinds of things that are not like mysterious, chemical, bizarre things that are like neon and normally taste amazing. You're like, how did they make this weird thing taste so good? And it's like, it was engineered in a lab to taste really good, to also make us addicted, to crave it, like filling French fries with sugar and all these other crazy things. It's just fascinating. I'm on this health quest. For those of you that that don't know, I'm doing great. I'm seven and a half months in to a fight for my health. And I, I got hit with hives and I am working to find the source. So I finally um, ended up getting down to the very root of it. Too hard to explain, too much information. 
basically a lot of modern medicine just likes to put a Band-Aid on whatever the problem is and doesn't necessarily dive deeper to find the heart of whatever the issue is. Not meaning to step on any toes. I'm not even talking like huge levels of philosophy on modern medicine. I think, honestly, my feeling is a lot of things have a lot of truth and a lot of things have a lot of craziness. And I'm just trying to find my way through all of it. And I've learned a lot from the natural doctors a whole lot. And I've also learned from, you know, the doctors when I really need a real prescription medicine. So I used to not be as open to all of that because I kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, of course it's $500 and we don't know if it works. And of course it's unicorn root from, you know, whatever. But now that I've been in this time, I'm more like, give me anything and let me see if it will help me. And even now as I'm talking, you know, I'm dealing with different things going on in my body. And really, we only get one body. We only have one body. I'm not turning this in to get a new one anytime soon. (laughs) Even if you can trade in parts, you only get one body. And even that is crazy sometimes. So I'm just like, this is crazy. We, I want my hormones to be right. I want my chemicals to be right. I want my body to be right. And so I just want to encourage you to take care of yourself on a health level, on a molecular, cellular level, in the place where, you know, we tend to ignore it. I think we just push past resting. I know I do. I push past resting and I'm just go, 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 go. And I'm working to learn how to rest my mind. And for those of you that follow me on social media, I have been without TV for almost a month now. And it was way harder than I thought it would be. I thought it would be no big deal. I don't even have cable. I have Netflix and Hulu and all that kind of subscription service to be able to watch shows. But I don't even have cable. I thought, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Guys, it's really been a big deal. So I'm learning so much, though. It's been a really wild process to go through. And I've done it before. Like, I've, I've lived for years without a TV and really without even any of those subscription services in different seasons of my life. So I thought, Shh, I got this. And I realized, man, I've really relied on it a lot in the background of my life. And so it's been a really good process to kind of pull it out and evaluate. So... It's been an interesting thing to see like what I use to medicate my mind and what I use to rest. And I'm just kind of in this process. And I think you're there with me where we're trying to be better and we're learning ourselves and growing and advancing. So I woke up this morning feeling like, man, I just feel kind of rough. What's wrong with me? I feel way more tired than I should. And my emotions just feel a little different than normal. So what's going on? And so I started evaluating, you know, the meeting yesterday and then just what was going on today. And I was talking to my friend about it. And I even talked to my mom about it, about what creates your mood? Like what are the components that dictate your mood? Because I want to dictate those components. I don't want anything dictating my mood. So, you know, this is what I realized. And we know this, this isn't a brand new revelation, but this just helps me. I just started thinking, what am I upset about? What's under the surface? Yes, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. That's true. Quality sleep. Um, So that's definitely an element. I'm frustrated because I haven't gotten true check marks on a few projects that are close to my heart. So I know when I see real progress, Tony Robbins says that true happiness comes, first of all, from gratitude and giving and all those things, but also from seeing noted progress in your life. 
seeing noted progress, I think, is one of those things that just brings relief and excitement and it gets your momentum going and you're motivated. And it's so exciting, especially something that's taken a long time to get off the ground. And so I think that's what I'm longing for. That's what I'm craving today. But I just made a decision. I am not going to let the thoughts that I woke up with, too. I had like a a ton of tormenting thoughts just hit me in the morning. And usually I wake up with something good on my heart. So I'm going, what is going on? Are there unresolved issues? Is there a belief in my heart that something I'm doing isn't working? Like, what is it that's causing that upset? And so I just started diving into it. I was working through a list of talking it out. Like, what what is it? Let's get to the root of this. And I'm definitely a verbal processor. I've gone through times where I isolate and I don't necessarily share and work through stuff. And then I've gone through times where I really have to talk through it. And I, for me, I feel better. I don't have to talk through everything. Trust me. But I've just noticed the stuff that I work through and genuinely like come to a conclusion with, man, it brings me so much relief and peace. But it is really torturous on people who aren't verbal processors when you are and they are just there and you're just talking. It feels like almost at them. And I've noticed that, too, especially talking about the same thing over and over again. Certain personalities do that. So we all need each other. We're all growing. And I've learned who I can do that with and who I can't. I know that some people hate it. Some people like to be a part of the process and feel like, hey, I'm in this with you. Let me walk alongside you and carry this together. And let's lighten the load together. And I do that with other people. We'll talk through their stuff with me and it just helps. So I also will journal and I'll write through a lot of the feelings I have. And sometimes I'll just talk into my phone, into my notes, because if it's something and then I'll erase it, even if it's something private, but just to help myself work through it, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? And like even Talking through the meeting yesterday helped me to understand why I was feeling frustrated. So it's just kind of resolving it. And it I think resolving conflict is a huge way to help lighten your mood and help lessen the tormenting things in your head and in your heart. Another thing, of course, is our food. Like I was talking about, like making good, healthy choices that are actually nourishing you and feeding your body the right things. I mean, our chemicals get off where we're born with all these amazing feel-good chemicals and then we do so many things that completely deplete those resources just as humans and we got to keep that up. I think this is why people get addicted to exercise too is because you could definitely get an endorphin rush, which if I'm going to be addicted to anything, that's a good thing to be addicted to. You know, as long as it's in balance, everything in balance, well, not everything, most things in balance, some things we have no business touching. And I know that I I work really hard to be careful about setting myself up to win and succeed in the long run of my life. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon, as we all know. And so there are certain things that I know I just don't even go near because I'm like, it doesn't have good fruit in my life. And it why why would it if I'm going to look down at where I want to be? This doesn't contribute to that. So I'm not going to let it be a part of my world. So I just want to encourage you to start evaluating you know, am I taking good care of myself? Am I getting enough sleep? I know I talk about these really simple truths, but it's taking care of ourselves because no one else knows how to take care of us. Nobody else knows what we need because we don't even know what we need. And so I have just been learning how to nurture and how to take care of myself 
and do everything I can to show up with something to offer. For so many years, I felt so good about how much I would deplete myself. I felt like, aren't I amazing that I have run myself so far into the ground and I have nothing to offer because I have given everything to everyone else. And now I look back at myself and I think, that is so gross and not true. <laughs> because when you deplete yourself, you have nothing to bring. You have nothing to give to anybody else. You have nothing to offer. And so you're taking care of yourself is your first line of defense. I disagree with the whole thing that everybody else comes first. I truly believe you come first. I really believe that with all my heart. You know, we've heard that we've heard the scripture, love your neighbor as yourself. And I think the problem is a lot of people do. They truly love their neighbor just as much as they love themselves, which is not much. And it's really sad. But it is true when you when you work on yourself and you work to be the best that you can and you love yourself and you do the best you can with what you've got then it's an amazing position to stand in and be like, what's up, guys? I'm at peace with myself. I'm at peace with all other people as much as it's up to me. I have been progressing the things that are on my heart. I have been doing the best that I can with what I've been given and what I've been entrusted with. I, if you're in a season of lack, don't worry. You can have a great time in the season. I know that more is brings a lot of relief. It, uh, having more relieves a lot of pressure, but I also have had great times in seasons of, man, how am I going to do this, you know, financially or in whatever way, time, if you don't have a lot of time, whatever the thing is that you're lacking. And like, for example, I went to the dollar store and got tons of stuff when I first moved into uh, a new place. I remember that place has so much stuff and they have a lot of name brand stuff. And Aldi is awesome. I never shopped at Aldi until my friends walked me through it. And it's really a great experience. Well, sometimes it's not a great experience. Sometimes it's like a garage sale and it's like terrifying. But sometimes it's awesome if you find a good one and it's not a busy hour. Um, but you literally can find things that are so inexpensive that are of really great quality, like organic stuff. It's crazy. So I had, you know, a different perception of what that was like until I started going there. And I'll go to Whole Foods for some things, but it's like, why not get this at Aldi if I can? What's the problem? But sometimes you have more time than you have money. So the other day I was asking my friend, listen, I have so many weddings coming up and I have to pick and choose. I don't have the kind of time I used to have. And I asked her, I said, what's important to you? Is it important to you that I'm at the shower? She said, absolutely not. I respect your time. I don't care. You're in my daily life. I know how much you love me. It doesn't matter to me if you're at the shower. Cause she, and, and I said, if you want me there, I'll be there. She said, no. I said, okay, I'll be at the wedding. She said, okay, great. And that is what I have to do now. And I learned that from my parents. My parents would constantly ask us kids, like, what's important to you? Because I can't read your mind. And so we would say, this is the being at my play is really important, but I don't care about the school assembly or whatever. And so we would pick and choose the things that they would go to. And it really helped me. And so now it's so much nicer instead of just going out of obligation. We won't even talk at the shower. Instead, you know, like we won't even have a moment. Uh, there. So it's not, that's not even showing my love. So it's just an amazing idea to not live a life of obligation, but live it of intention. And so many obligations, I think, steal from thriving, tra like advancement traffic. And 
it takes so much energy and emotion to fulfill an obligation that doesn't even produce good fruit. And if the recipient doesn't even value what you're contributing, who cares? But I think so many times we go into these flows of this is what's expected. This is what I do. I'm going to march to this beat because this is exactly what everybody does and what I'm supposed to do. And I just feel so strongly that, you know what, we can, I don't know, we can just live a better life and we could do it on a better level. And I'm just curious and interested on how I could live better every day, be better every day, even in the midst of whatever's going on around us, whatever agitating things are happening. It's like, I choose my battles. What am I going to take on? What am What is not even my business to be upset about? Like, there's so many things that I find I've taken on as a fight that is not even my fight. And I just want to encourage you to stop and work to work through things for real and any conflict, like resolve any kind of agitation or upset and then get to the true heart of what you're wanting to advance in your day. And I always think of myself when I'm going to bed at night, what will I be so happy I did? It's always exercise and eat right. And it's always get my projects further down the road than they were this morning. And those things, of course, love the ones I'm with and fulfill my responsibilities. But those are the things that bring me the most relief and I get the most excited about. So I just want to encourage you that no matter what's going on around you, no matter what's going on inside of your body, work hard to get to the root of your health, whatever you need to do to get to the root of what's going on in your chemicals, in your hormones. This is not a female talk. Everybody has hormones. This is for everybody, guys and girls. We have got to figure out how to keep our chemicals and our bodies going in a positive direction and do what we can to not meditate and think about the upsetting things where those toxic thoughts can grow major real estate in our brains, but meditate on positive things. Think positive thoughts for real. Think happy thoughts. Sounds so annoying, but it's true. And eat things that... um, nourish your cells. I think all those things do contribute and definitely exercise gives you an endorphin rush, gives you an endorphin rush. And if my dad was in this conversation, he would say, and eat hot peppers because that helps too. Awesome. You guys, thanks for tuning in and I'll be back to talk more soon. 